folks, welcome to Blipcast, the Boring Lies of Interesting People podcast. I am Daniel. And I am Katie, Lady Lamy's cast with a KMS model, the 24th PhD, aka the new little K. I always trip up on the- I have no idea what my age is. No you, idea. You're at a point where you don't really have to think about it. Like, you're going to hit 25 and that one's going to like, people Dude. are going to make it seem more important than That's it is. True. Then it's going to be a blur until 30. <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> 27. I, pa- I, had to, I hesitated there. <laughs> Because I have been like, how old are you? Uh, 28, 20, 27? Katie's like, you're 27. <laughs> At least she knows. Yeah. She's already become that role of my memory, which That's is good. Because I don't, once I have, you know, an outlet for my memory, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Then it's just autopilot all day, every day. <laughs> Great. So listeners may realize that we have haven't done an, a show show in a while. Yeah. Like five months. <laughs> Augusts. Augusts. <laughs> Um, we've both been quite busy. Yes. Um, we'll get to things we have been doing in a moment, but we've been towing at the idea of retooling the show. So we're going to, I just want to call at the top of the show. If you have ideas for what the fuck you want us to do, just, you know, throw them at us. We have an idea. Um, a lot of Katie and I's friendship has been debating bullshit. Stupid ass shit. The dumbest, the dumbest shit. And playing devil's advocate many times against ourselves in the same debate. Yes. Just for the sake of, I don't know, fun or something? I guess. Yeah. I mean, when we argue, it's never malicious. So. Fuck you, it's not. (laughs) I'm sorry. I can't take you seriously. Maybe that's why. I'm hard (laughs) to take seriously. See, but like, I don't know. We're talking about something and then we'll think of a point that like the other could make and just, you know, so if you have any sort of scenario. This could be, uh, I know it's been done to death, a would you rather sort of thing. Yeah. I could see us talking about that for 3.5 seconds and then. Yeah. Or. I mean, mean, to start that off, though, we could go through like a would you rather uh, questionnaire. Like the thing we tried that one time that was just kind of weird. Lip survey time. Yeah. Yeah. I have a clip somewhere of me just saying that that I was going <laughs> to set to music and I never did. Cause you should do it. <laughs> All right, fine. It'll be boop, beep, beep, beep. Yeah. It'll be like stop podcasting yourself, jingles. Yeah, and then we'll have segments and then we'll be like Nerdist. <laughs> like what? Nerdist. Nerdist doesn't have segments. They have little fucking things at the beginning of their podcasts. I skip through those every time. Yeah, I know. I, I sit on that scroll <laughs> thing until I hear the song that I turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. Yeah. These will be ones that you'll listen to. Yes, these you're going to listen to. Us. Yes, yes. The Blipcasts. So it could be that. It could be just, I don't know, who would win a fight? <laughs> One of the stupidest things I still keep in my brain is the time I tried to get a debate club to argue something. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the time, fuck, was it? It was in high school. It was in high school. It was an after school thing thing that was supposed to be essentially a debate club but they called it something else Mm -hmm. and politics were not discussed instead we kind of just shot the shit and annoyed the teacher and then came up with one debate which was what would win in a fight did the a bear was it a dwarf it It was was something to do with a bear and then it was like a dwarf 
bear with a switchblade versus a monkey with a gun. And yeah, it was something like that. It was so stupid. But we, it was the only debate I think that thing had, and we talked about it quite a bit. So that sort of thing. <laughs> for example, there's no nothing stupid, too stupid. No, we'll give it it's a true. go. <laughs> so with that in mind, Katie, what have you been up to? I uh, have been doing a lot of work for the school. So now I basically have two jobs. Um, uh, how's that treating you? Eh. Yeah. Um, I have had zero free time this week, and I will have zero free time this weekend. So that's fun. But after this weekend, then I will have absolutely nothing to do except for go to one job. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'll is, have a winter break. Is school job paying you monies? Yes. Cool. Um, that's good. Yeah, surprisingly. Greatly, but whatever. Um, it's not that much money, but it's still money. And it's, you know, it'll be a nice little bonus at the end of the year. Money's monies. It's true. Um, yeah, I felt like I had a lot more to say on that, but I really <laughs> don't. Like, I'm I'm doing box office stuff. So that's interesting. I have to be a cashier all over again, and it's awful. Oh, I remember how stoked you were about that. Yeah. Do you tear tickets? Yes. Do you, do you physically tear tickets? Uh, I sometimes. It depends okay. on where I'm at. If I'm out in the house, then yeah. But if I were in the lobby, whatever. They call it the house for some reason. Yeah, um, People live there probably. I, I tore tickets the first few times I did it, and then she put me in the box office because apparently I'm amazing or something. And then I'm going to be all on my own on Saturday. So that's exciting. I believe in you. I'm scared. What's the show? Um, oh, they're like dance recitals. Okay. Yeah. It's for other departments, but we're in charge of the theater. So we have to maintain order in the mass chaos that is other people's shows. That's so pretty cool. Yeah. Man, you could like run venues. I can just show yeah. up and just play things. I have, yeah, experience in that. So that cool. might be something I'll do when I go to law school. That'd be rad. Yeah. Find a sweet club nearby and then book really good bands and then let me go then for free. Yeah. Sweet. I like you that. Come down to LA. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> uh, we're going there for a vacation sometimes next year. A vacation. Uh, like my work throws vacation schedules at you like a year in advance. Like oh. they like hand this big because there's like so many people at this company and only a certain amount of people can go at any given time. Yeah. So they're like, all right, so you have seniority in this department. Pick what week that you want, like your number one pick for vacations. And once you're done, hand it off to HR. It'll go to the next person. Yeah. So these get passed around. And once everybody has a chance at it once, then the next pass, you get to pick out your other weeks right. based on what's available. So we're already plotting like August, October. I don't know if August, but definitely October is one. We're going to try and do uh, Disney when it's Halloween. Yeah. Never done that. so. Oh, it's so great. So oh, it's the best. That'll be our LR. You've You've been to Halloween Disney? Yes. Um, it was a while ago. It was like the last time we went to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was during like uh, the December months, which it's still Halloween. Because it's just nightmare. Yeah, it's Nightmare Before Christmas. So cool. They don't really... Well, I don't know. Maybe they do do other things. Do they like, use more green and red and Santa hats and shit like that? I don't remember that in particular, but I think I was just mostly ignoring it because that was during my like goth punk phase. So I was like <laughs> only paying attention to black. <laughs> you were just walking around the Haunted Mansion? Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I want to uh, go in the Haunted Mansion, the poo ride. Don't ask me about the poo ride. Oh my God, the poo ride. For the heffalump. Thing. that part's okay it's just i don't know i feel like they should have added 
I think we've talked about this before, but I think I feel like they should have added a um, a layer on the ground so you couldn't see just like the steel floor because <laughs> that takes me out of it. Like just the cart else. you're in and that's yeah. going through whatever forest Sherwood is that what it is? Everwood? I don't know. Where does Pooh live? Um, Christopher Robin's. I don't brain. think it's Sherwood. That's that's Robin Hood. <laughs> whatever. Could be the same man. I don't know. It probably is. <laughs> and then other vacation. I don't know. Flying out of state. Which we're actually doing sooner. Oh, yeah. Portland? Yes. We're hitting up Portland in like a month or something. That's awesome. I have four days off work and as a weird... Have you seen the show Master of None? No. With Aziz Ansari? No. It's on Netflix and it's just like his view of like youth and like race and stuff like that. And one of the last episodes really got in my head Mm -hmm. and made me want to like travel frantically. Yes. So then I was like, I have four days off. Do you want to go to Seattle or Portland? We're like, uh, 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 <laughs> Portland. <laughs> so we're going to Portland. Cool. And we just, because we're the ultimate hipsters. Right. We booked an Airbnb. Of course. In Portland. Just don't trash up the place. We probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the most trash, like our actual places, is just like clutter. Yeah. Your ha- your place is really clean compared to ours. Like we really need to clean up. It, it's kind of gross. Meh. Yeah. No, your house is a plus. Yay! A plus plus. A plus. <laughs> oh, so many pluses. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's really cool. I I really do want to travel more, but Dan is always busy. So I'm making him go to Disneyland if we can go this uh January, and if not, I'm gonna make him go somewhere else with me. Make make where. him go to Knott's Berry Farm, and then he'll be like, "Oh, can we go someplace better?" And then you go to Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can go not, during Not Scary Farm. Mm. Apparently, Elvira's there. Really? Yeah, she does Weird. some show where it's just about her boobs. Of course. I I only know that because of a, a non-canon, non-canonical Jordan Jesse Go episode that didn't have Jesse on it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you described it as such. Uh, if you listen to the episode, <laughs> it would just. It'd make more sense. Okay. <laughs> uh, since we last did a proper show, maybe... S- actually, since we last done any show, I ran a 10K. Nice. Was, oh, yeah. I saw those that pictures. That was so weird. You looked really upset. <laughs> uh, that was just my... It's I have, like, resting either annoyed face or, like, mad face when I run. That makes sense. But the entire time when I run, I'm giving, like, a, a gentle thumbs up with my right hand <laughs> that I just, like, default to. <laughs> Or, or like during, if there's a song I'm listening to, I'm just kind of spacing out and like just where my arm is, it's like where my hand would normally be if I'm playing guitar. So yeah. like I kind of like gently fret songs I'm listening to. <laughs> and there's like one picture that the guy took where like I just like look annoyed and yeah. make like the weirdest <laughs> gesture with my hands. <laughs> and I don't know what song it was, but I was just like fretting an air guitar because I, I get bored. So. Yeah. But I have a pedometer on my iPod that I take with me when I run, which actually is on the table. Look at it. It's, it's real. It's Oh, nice. Um, nice. It's when leading up to this run, I've been doing about seven miles, which is more than a 10K. Mm -hmm. And then like doing well at it. Cool. No, no, no breaks. Didn't finish feeling like I was going to die. That sort of thing. Um, When I was actually doing the 10K, feeling great. So I'm like, all right, cool. I was like, I wonder how like far I've gone. I hit my thing. It was like 6.8 miles. I'm like, awesome. Cool. So like I'm almost done and I look up and I'm passing the four mile marker. So that thing was so fucking far <laughs> off and I was not prepared like at all. 
Because for some reason, those extra two miles made a ton of difference. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I was my my goal was to not stop. Right. I, like to walk. I didn't care how fast I got in, how fast I was going, any of that, like what place I got in. I just didn't want to stop running. And I succeeded in that. Yeah. But it was funny because like I realized the mentality of people who've been doing like the same thing I have where they just don't want to stop. When they get to the end, they see the finish line. I don't know if it's for the sake of a photo or the, for the sake of like an added boost of like, hurrah, they all just fucking just sprint. Yeah. Like the whole time they're dying and then they see the end. They're like, ah, <laughs> and I didn't do that. And I just saw people just like passing me the whole time. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I think it's because they see it and they're like, oh, I'm almost done. Let's just fucking get it over with. I was like, oh, cool. Okay. Okay, done. <laughs> Uh, out of 800 people or something, I finished 199th. Wow. Yeah. So top quarter for someone who just hadn't done those. That's really awesome. Yeah. So that might be a thing I do now, which is weird. No, that's cool. I, I want to get into running, but I'm such a baby. And like, I'll get home and I won't, <laughs> I won't even want to take jet on walks. Like, that's how <laughs> bad it is. But Yeah. I don't know. I, I need to get back in shape. I So, okay. Okay. I've become addicted to Starbucks, right? Because uh, now I, I like one. coffee for some reason. And I've basically been getting one every day. What is your drink? Usually a peppermint mocha, but I can't even like taste them anymore because I've had so many. So... <laughs> <laughs> Now it's tea, but we'll get into that later. Oh, oh my. So, for some reason, I was like, I always check the tall when I'm looking at calorie count, but I always get a grande. Okay. <laughs> right? It's only like a 100 calorie difference, but then like you add that up, that's that's like half of a female's calorie count gone every day. Or like a third, like a third. What are you supposed to have? Uh, if you're trying to lose weight, it's like 1,200 calories. If okay. you want to maintain, it's like 1,500. So then if you look at a nutrition label, that's for like a man hoping to maintain at 2,000? Yes. Okay. If a man is trying to lose weight, it's like 1,800. All right then. Yeah. Fucking males. Screw you guys. I like to live. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've, I've been... Drinking those and then eating regular meals and then I've just been gaining back all the weight that I lost that uh -huh. I was so proud of. <laughs> and so now I'm like, well, no. So then I tried some tea, some peach tranquility tea, and it's fucking amazing. And now I'm just going to get Tran that forever. Tranquility? Y yes. Yes, that's what it's called. Um, but I don't know. I've heard Tazo tea is kind of bad, but that one's good. Uh, anytime I've gone to Starbucks for tea, when I was in like my big tea phase. Yeah. I was never happy with her hot tea. All right. Although I don't know. usually go hot beverage anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that, that face. What? Um, on a similar thing where you just like don't taste them anymore. That's how I got with Dutch Brothers. Mm. But I still crave one of their basically morning milkshakes every once in a while. That's <laughs> uh, the best. <laughs> but actually, on like the opposite thing, I've lost like 20 pounds. Oh my God. Since probably september that's awesome between running more and just like my coffee thing i'm i'm pretty much a daily coffee purchaser myself yeah. i go with an iced coffee with like maybe a splash of cream well there you go that's why 
But for a long time, it was like your Dutch Brothers freezes, yeah. your not quite frappuccinos, but like an iced latte or mm-hmm. mocha or something. And then I've just been drinking way less. Yeah. I wasn't like drinking heavily before, but it was like more than I cared for. Yeah. Now it's maybe beer week. Yeah. And I mostly blame that last one for just like. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of calories. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. And that's been nice. Yeah. I. I need to get that i just need to exercise i think because i mean dieting will take the pounds off me while i'm still young (laughs) but um (laughs) isn't that what that um killer song is about when you were young yeah that's that's what yeah weird specifically about me though so you You don't look a thing like jesus so that that works (laughs) out yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) so um on the subject of the killers for some reason i'm talking about this (laughs) okay katie uh and I were Katie Bear, of course. Yes. And I were sitting around and we're talking about the Backstreet Boys. Okay. And started talking about like who went solo and like mm-hmm. all that stuff. And apparently the only one who had any success of the Backstreet Boys was Nick Carter. Can you think of any uh, who? I mean Joey Fatone was on some I meant musical success. Because um, Joey F- Joey I Fatone think? is the voice of Family Feud. Right now I'd say he's winning. Yes. Um, I thought, I thought some other ones did. I don't know off the top of my head, though. But it got us curious about what does Nick Carter play in a live show? Because, <laughs> by the way, <laughs> the the website setlist.fm is such a time suck for me. Uh-huh. I go down rabbit holes so hard <laughs> on like, what is a, what does Justin Timberlake play when he plays live? Carly Rae Jepsen. I know she has Call Me Maybe. How does she fill a headline set? Oh my god. I wonder these things. Yes. What else does Megan Trader play? I kind of know. <laughs> Turns out <laughs> for Nick Carter, okay. he'll play well, his last full set list they had on there had two Backstreet Boy songs. Two or three. And then a bunch of other covers, which included uh The Killers, Mr. Brightside. Interesting. No, somebody told me. Something. Doesn't matter. Yeah. All the killer song kind of sounds the right. same. But it was just weird and like this website has been just such a fucking just burden to me for so long because i get curious like what does you two play when they play france after all the bad things happened in france turns out a lot of songs about people rising up and then a song with the eagles of death metal which is adorable <laughs> <laughs> they oh. flew them out to play that one song that ev- they've been wanting everybody to play oh have you heard about that side of well eagles of death metal the ones in that that club in the shooting in france yeah um as part of like them trying to like bring positivity back to the music scene they wanted bands and fans to cover one of their songs Mm -hmm. called i want to love you all the time i think that's what it's called that song sucks by the way okay but bands been playing it right i love eagles death metal that's not a good song (laughs) okay like their first album is fantastic second one too eagle goth oh so good but like they came out with you too and did that song and it's such an obnoxious song but it's been stuck in my head ever since I watched them playing with you two. So maybe it worked. Yeah, exactly. And how did I stream it? Setlist.fm. That was quite the tangent. Go me. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, do I have anything related to that? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, I might be starting to like Christmas decorations. Not so much Christmas. I've always had a thing about Christmas. Like it made me angry. But recently, I think it's awesome. <laughs> what, what 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 changed your mind? 
probably just life in general getting better. No, that's good. Yeah. That usually, a better outlook usually perks of that sort of thing. It really does. I don't know. Just like the fact that I can be in control of whether or not we actually do have decorations or... I don't know. Maybe maybe it's a power thing. I, I don't know. I just I I never really liked it because it was like it wasn't celebrated at at my home. It wasn't not that it wasn't so we didn't put up gifts because you know my mom had a whole bunch of stuff and there was no room to put anything. So it was just kind of like a I don't know. There's those memories and I've replaced them with oh I could be decorating. I just choose not to because I don't have money or time. Katie Bear loves Christmas. Um, she's been excited about it since about September. I can feel that, honestly. Yeah. We saw, oh, on the subject of Christmas, we went to a um, Sacramento Community Theater production of Elf the Musical. Oh, yeah. Which was great, actually. Yeah? Like, Elf is one of the few Christmas movies I like. Yeah. Just because it's bonkers and silly and right. great. And seeing it live was, because the guy is just basically doing a Will Ferrell sort of thing right <laughs> and then he had a good voice and like it was some good songs in there that's good and it was just like a really cool production and you know that was before thanksgiving we went to that <laughs> yeah <laughs> just because that's when it was in sacramento and then i don't know december 1st katie's like all right we're gonna go get a tree and i think we got one that that weekend mm -hmm. and we've got that beautiful thing which katie you can see over there yes that i can six, six foot sticky beast that is our tree if it's six feet like <laughs> i was saying before we start recording it's technically six feet but that thing at the top is not like a center branch at all oh okay it's essentially like a leaf offshoot yeah but you know it, it crossed the six foot threshold <laughs> we have lights up that are really obnoxious and blinky and I think if we had more outlets outside, we'd have one of those homes that you can see from space. All right. Fair enough. Which I like the lights part of it. Like as far, I hate Christmas music. Okay. Yeah. Despise it. Yeah. I don't like your more traditional Christmas films. Mm -hmm. Like we're going to watch the Star Wars Christmas special. Okay. Which is, a, we tried to start watching it last year and it's real bad. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to watch Christmas on Mars, the Flaming Lips movie, mm -hmm. which is a mostly silent film, the Flaming Lips, that features an army of people with vagina heads at one point. Okay. And bring Christmas to Mars, I believe. <laughs> I may force Katie to watch uh, Friday After Next. Okay. <laughs> which I say is my favorite Christmas movie. You say it, but... Well, we were at, at some work function, and um, it was like a going away party for one of my... Uh, co-workers and my boss is like hey what's everybody's favorite christmas movie and someone's like it's a wonderful life christmas story i'm like friday after next <laughs> <laughs> i'm like wait what i'm like friday after next is a christmas movie you know friday next friday friday after next christmas movie cat williams is in it and uh he plays a tiny pimp who puts some man's nuts in like pliers and it's insane but it's pretty, it's, it's pretty funny yeah it is and there's gonna be another friday apparently oh my god really me. last friday fittingly i wonder if they all die <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> Could be. It's right in the title. That's true. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Christmas is always, is, is fun to keep up with Katie. Because she's like, ah! I'm like, ah! ah. <laughs> <laughs> if you could describe us, it's, ah! ah. Just because. It's good. That'll play along. It looks like fun. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's fun when people are excited about things. Ugh. 
goddamn people being excited about stuff. No, no, it is fun. Hermans have to be excited. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. What? All the people I knew growing up were very into not being excited about things. And so, like, I like it when people are excited about things. Because it makes life more interesting and it's not so sad. (laughs) (laughs) That is the saddest way to describe (laughs) it, too. Well done. It's true. You should be excited about the things that you're excited about. Not like, oh, I wonder if people are going to, you know, think I'm weird for liking something. Like, no, that's what makes you a person. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, uh, oh. By the way, I, I just want to say your your show notes, I appreciate you going analog on them rather than digital. Oh, well, I it's because I was at work making this list up and... I didn't want to have my phone out. Some people. That's fair. It's yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Fucking um, hipster. Writing things. With a pen. Not even a pencil, though. So I'm not like true hipster. Yeah. I think it'd be more of a pen if it was like one of those ones you dip. Oh, yeah. What are those called? Um, fountain pens? Yes, like a fountain pen. Well, the dip ones I don't think are fountain pens. Fountain pens just have the What's ink. Called? But like the... Quill. Quill. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Writing instruments are apparently my specialty. Um. Oh, I had to hold a baby. I'm so sorry. I know. It was the worst thing ever. And not because like it was particularly bad to hold a baby. It was kind of awful. But it wasn't the bad part about it. It was... So my cousin had her kid like... A year, not not even a year ago. It, maybe it is a year ago. Um, and she was like, "Hey, do you want to come play with the kid, you know, the baby, on the carpet?" As in, like, we would be there together. She'd be supervising me, whatever. She puts the baby down. That's a trap. It is a fucking trap. Yep. And since then, I have not. They've like offered the baby to me, and I'm like, nope. I have literally done this for. The listeners, my hands are up, <laughs> and I'm like having nothing to do with it anything looks like near me. She's being like stuck up by, <laughs> by a baby or, or something. Yeah, a baby with a gun. Yeah, <laughs> who would win? <laughs> Definitely the baby. I'd be too afraid. So when baby was left on carpet, did mother leave? Mother left. Yep, saw it coming. Fucking, I didn't for some reason. I had more faith in her than that, but now I know, and I will never <laughs> ever touch the baby again. <laughs> Katie's sister had a, a baby in October, and they're always like, yeah, you guys come over. I'm like, mm, I feel like we're going to be tricked. Yep. I, they, we went over one time, and they stayed put. Yeah. There was talk about like us all going out for dinner. Yeah. It's like, uh, all right, it wound up not happening, but I have a feeling that's that's like in the cards. Yep, yep. It's going to happen. I don't want to happen. I don't want to babysit a loaf of bread. It's like a newborn, so it's like very bread-like right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Becky. <laughs> she listened last time. Um, so how was, did it like awake any motherly instincts in you or any of that stuff you I hear about? I, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted to make sure that it didn't like hurt itself. That's nice of you. Yeah. But other than that, I was like, <laughs> this is really gross. It keeps throwing up on itself. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I told Dan and he's like. That really makes me want to have a kid with you. <laughs> <I'm> like, Sorry. <laughs> Did you want to like hose it off or something when it throws up on itself? I I had no idea what to do. It threw up and I was like, 
uh. <laughs> it wasn't even like wipe it up. It was like, uh, I don't, I don't, what? Handed a towel. Clean yourself up. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you what doing? Do you are you motor drunk? Skills? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if that's the first time you held a baby, but the first time I ever held a baby, uh, the kid was, I don't know, a couple months old. And it was a friend of my mom's and they handed me the child. And I don't know why I just like kind of held her out in front of me. Like <laughs> I didn't really want to get her close to like do the oh, whole yeah. thing. So I was just like under the armpits. So I was like, all right, cool. So my mom was like, oh, just give her here, give her here. So I put her towards my mom mm-hmm. and I forgot she couldn't stand yet. And I let go and the baby <laughs> just fucking fell on the fucking floor. Like, she was on her feet and didn't like fall any yeah, distance, right. but just fell over. <laughs> and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I... oh, okay. That's right. She can't stand yet. <laughs> I was like nine or 10. I don't think I've held a baby since and I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like I'm going to hurt them real yeah. bad. Yeah. <sighs> I don't have that. <laughs> That I need to take care of you all the time for everything since, so I can't. I, I wish I there was can't. a way, well, it's, you know, toddler or, like, a four-grown child where you mm-hmm. just, like, put out necessities and be like, all right, I'm going to be over here. You don't yep. kill yourself. Yep. Like a cat. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I just want a cat or a dog. <laughs> yeah. I have coworkers that are like, so when do you and Katie have kids? I'm like, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> When are you guys gonna? What do you? What do you? We're gonna have cats. When are you guys gonna have cats? I don't want to have a place with cats. <laughs> like I have one friend who just like straight up like skipped over the kid conversation. Like, when are you guys getting cats together? I don't know. I like Thank that. You for asking though. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice. We're getting a cat soon. Awesome. You stoked? I'm so happy. Um, we have to clean up the house first, but too many places for the, to lose the cat. Yeah. Are you going to get like a, you know, adopt and get an adult or are you going to get a kitten? I don't know. Dan wants a kitten, but I really want to adopt an adult because they never get adopted. But at the same time, it wouldn't get along with Jet because Jet is weird. I was just about to ask if, if yeah. Jet was still around because I know he's a hyper little dog. I don't, <laughs> how does he react to cats? Um, so funny story. Oh, please. There That's was what the show's <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> supposed to be. <laughs> So there was this cat in our apartment complex and it was outside on some particularly cold nights and then it would disappear for however long and we weren't sure like if its owners left it because it had a collar and everything and we just never saw it with anybody. It would like hover around different houses or not houses but little apartments and so we weren't we were like do you do you have a home? What did it say? It said meow and it was very friendly. Oh, those little... And it pulled at my heartstrings, and I was like, oh, you must have been abandoned, and you're trying to find a new owner. So we take it in for, like, a couple hours just to make sure that it stayed warm. And um, we tried to introduce it to Jet, and, like, it, the cat was having absolutely none of it. I don't know. It was hard to tell what Jet was trying to do, but it seemed like he was trying to play. Mm-hmm. It's just the cat really, really didn't want it. And then, like, Jet would get upset and then, like, <laughs> whine and bark and, yeah. I get mad when people don't want to play with me, too. <laughs> you want to play? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so the cat had um, some phone numbers on it. And then after I let it out, 
that night. I had didn't see it for like a week, and then it came back, and I was like, okay, I have to call whoever it is to make sure that it like wasn't abandoned or whatever. And if it was, then I'm totally fucking adopting it. I call the lady, super nice, and I'm like, so there's this cat named Rafiki, true name. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure that it had a loving family, loving owner, and she's like, yo, yeah, totally. The cat has a cat door. It's just. <laughs> she likes to roam around. <laughs> you look, you look out the window. She's like looking at you from across the way. <laughs> you like, have my cat. Like, oh, it's the cat's fault that it was out on cold nights. And she's like, yeah, it's the cat's fault. Like, oh. she knows it's a problem. Okay. <laughs> and I'm like, now when I see the cat, I'm just like, you fucking minx. <laughs> <laughs> and having an indoor outdoor cat, I feel like it'd be so stressful. For I me. know. <laughs> I would cry. I couldn't do it. I had. Uh, Izzy get out once and he was at the end of the porch and I was yeah. like oh my god Izzy Izzy don't, don't go anywhere <laughs> don't leave no, please don't yeah. leave and he just like sat there and I and we picked him up and put him inside and like one time Smokey <laughs> was gone for like a day Aww. yeah he wound up not even leaving the yard he was he was like hiding between a shed and a wall Aww. like when, when we found him like we looked around like the neighborhood and we didn't even need to leave apparently <laughs> he was just like outside just kind of like trying to get in probably that's cute i had a moment like that with timmy um we let him out because he was meowing at the door it was like when he was still kind of a kitten and um as soon as we opened the door he bolted across the yard got up on top of the fence and i was like timmy come back he looked at me looked back looked at me and then jumped down and came back inside i was like you thought about it (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty great I know. Cat's thinking. <laughs> it's my favorite thing ever. So, of course, since a we show. recorded last, I saw a bunch of shows. Yes. <laughs> I saw the band Wild Throne. I don't know who that is. They're this band that plays like kind of noisy prog rock <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And they played with this band called He Whose Ox is Gourd. I think I've heard of them. They're from Seattle. They're like kind of a spacey mm-hmm. post-metal band. They're really good. And I met... Did I meet? No. I wound up contacting their keyboard player later through like Instagram or something. Mm-hmm. And now we're Facebook friends. Oh, and cool. Yeah. And they're really cool. Aww. And then uh, I saw the Deer Hunter who do big kind of an- anthemic, which may not actually be a word. Okay. Prog rock stuff. What it, what it is what do you mean by anthemic? Like think of like a Coheed and Cambria mm-hmm. song, how it's like really big and epic, yeah. and all their songs are like that, and they like tell a story. Like they have a, they're on part four of a six album story. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, they did three albums, then they took a break, put out an eleven EP set with four songs on each. Oh my god! Then a full album that wasn't related to the story. A live album, then got back into the story of it. So this is Deer Hunter? The Deer Hunter, yes. The Deer Hunter, okay. I'll uh, have to D-E-A-R. check them out. D-E-A-R. D-E-A-R, okay. They're I'll have to check them out because I really love that kind of stuff. The guy has one of the best voices I've ever heard. Really? And it holds up live. He's fucking amazing. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so good. Then um, saw Flogging Molly. Oh, nice. They played um, Hardly Strictly Bluegrass. And Katie was out of town. And mm-hmm. they're like one of her top three bands and we saw them in oakland a few years ago and it was great right like they're not my cup of tea but they're a fun show right and that's just what i'm in for yeah and they want it playing slims the next night that's awesome so we saw them in slims that's great and it was a you know 
fun show in a tiny room yeah times then i saw mastodon for like the millionth fucking time <laughs> yeah with a band called intronaut who i then later saw again i've seen them twice since like <laughs> <laughs> maybe since we did the movie episode wow mm, no maybe maybe they played in um sacramento then they played in san francisco in november anyway Saw the family crest again, who mm-hmm. I saw at Outside Lands. Yeah, another really good show. They played mostly new stuff. That's cool. Saw, uh, which was a, a kind of a chore, but a great chore. The an evening with Machine Head. Okay. Where they play for two and a half hours, <laughs> no opener. And that was that was a lot of Machine Head. <laughs> they're they're a band I love. Like as far as my songwriting, their band I like was so influenced by mm-hmm. and. Like when I was having my heart shit, their guitarist was also like when I interviewed yeah. him, we talked about it Aww. and like we talked about just how we have phasal vagus syncope and just like our experiences with it. And like w- the song that like he passed out on that, like broke the news that he had also, it's like my favorite song of theirs, <laughs> <laughs> which when they played, it, I was like, oh my God, they're fucking playing this song. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> and it, w- it was great to hear it live. But then like, I was like, all right, cool been like an hour and a half there's still another hour <laughs> oh my god <laughs> and when it like but i was like all right i'll leave after a song i don't like and they just kept playing songs i liked and then it was like all right we're gone no encore <laughs> it's, the sh- it's the show for daniel <laughs> yeah, that's what it was <laughs> and then the last show i went to was between the buried and me enslaved mm. intronauts nice yeah and uh native construct who are a band kind of like between the buried and me but more clean singing oh cool in fact their singer they have moments in their songs that sound like something out of like a broadway musical oh badass okay and i had this hunch for a long time and then like three weeks ago they put out a video of their singer doing a song from lemez that's awesome and i was like i fucking called it (laughs) and i want we wanted meeting him and it was he's like a really really cool guys and great band they want it being my favorite metal album of the year. So why they <laughs> they were like, oh, how do you guys hear about us? I was like, oh, this album came through and I, I'm a writer and like I became obsessed with it. And he's like, oh, great. What do you think? I'm like, eh, I look forward to it at the top of a list soon. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, this is weird now. I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, so that's that was, great. that's my show roundup. <laughs> you know, It's a lot of shows. One, two, I mean, it's usual for you. Seven. But that's actually not very much for you in like two months. Oh, it's been a month since we last recorded, but yeah, it's been like three months. No, more than that. Four months since we last did a show. Show August. Yeah, uh, I think it was right after Outside Lands. Jesus Christ! I initially had Outside Lands on the list, and Katie was like, "You <laughs> talked about Outside <laughs> you, Lands. You did that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're going to go all three days this year. Yay. Oh, badass. Okay. Uh, they just announced the dates, and the first one's the day after my birthday. Nice. So there's an excuse. Yeah, there you go. So are you staying over there, or are you driving out? Uh, probably staying. Day? Haven't figured out where yet. Yeah. Um, Some friends of ours, when they went to Hardly Strictly, went for, I don't know if it's t- two or three days, but they went for the day. Then they camped like on the other side of the Golden Gate mm-hmm. somewhere, Yeah. then packed up in their car and went back the next day. So I'm oh. like, that's an idea. Yeah. Not what I thought of initially, but that's the your backup. Well, I think they... Oh, what's that place called? The Presidio? I think there's a camping ground in the Presidio. It's like... Re- ni- bleh, 
Mm. Right near the um, military housing and the really rich people housing. Is that where the Walt Disney um, Museum is? Maybe. Okay. It's like right next to the Golden Gate. You just like take a right and you're right there. Oh, I think so. Yeah. There's camping over there. Interesting. I think so. Because me and Dan went on our first hike there. Because that's where he decided to take me. I wanted to go to Mirror Woods, but then he was like, no. And then the second time we tried to go to Mirror Woods, um, everybody was there. And so we had to like take a, an off trail like three miles down the road. Making your own trail. Yeah. Except it wasn't because it was actually still a trail. But <laughs> And then I got tired and we turned back halfway through. Because <laughs> I, I don't exercise. <laughs> when we went to Mirror Beach on like one of katie's i think katie and i went there for our first valentine's day valentine's valentine's <laughs> i wasn't a, gonna mention it that's but <laughs> a slip that's a slip reference to some obnoxious youtube video her and her sisters ah. always quote okay valentine's a serious time <laughs> i see okay yes um and we got lost on mere beach so when we got to mere woods we're like let's try and not do that i think we almost did anyway no yeah i love mere woods i don't like the the super obnoxious part where everybody is like just like the main the path wood pattern panel yeah. areas. um but i like all the other stuff there's like a like six mile trees. hike that's really really nice it takes you out on the peninsula and when we went there it was super foggy so it was great oh that'd be super cool yeah i think we were talking about doing that and then just wind up not yeah but it's still on a list of things to do just case like i want to go back and do the really long one okay cool yeah, you should. It's a good hike. Fine. <laughs> we should share hiking, like hiking places, because I really want to go on a hike. But Dan never has time, so I'm gonna have to make him do it. And so I need to have like an exact place, an exact time, like two weeks before, so he can't <laughs> say no. <laughs> well, it's not like super. Well, it's it's pretty scenic still, but like mm-hmm. it's it's more local if that's any appeal to him. But like just outside of Winters by Berryessa. Oh yeah, that place. It's um, good to go to in like spring or or fall, but then like right after we went there, the whole fucking area burned down. Oh, that's when they're having really bad fires over oh, at. Oh yeah. I don't I don't know if that's the exact area, but I know it was near there. Yeah. Like I've gone there a couple times, and once you get up to like the top of like one of their mountain things, it's like oh my god, oh this keeps going up. And then <laughs> you you kind of get stuck in the idea of trying to get to the top of it. Right. Yeah. That was fun. That's most hiking trails, though, yeah. really. What's up there? More? Oh, what's up there? More? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I came to the realization that I am a pencil pusher. Because I've been doing... So, I, I've been taking all these theater classes, right? And they have required me to be creative. And I really fucking hate it. Like, it's super stressful for me. I have no idea why. And I don't know why I just came to this realization. Like, I was trying so hard as a child to be a creative person because I felt that that was, like, how you could possibly be happy ne- happiest. Mm-hmm. I just fucking want to write essays and, like, get <laughs> done with shit. Like, <laughs> Is it because someone's telling you to be creative and you're not, Maybe. like, doing it willingly? Maybe. But, like, when I, tr- <laughs> when I try and willingly be creative... <laughs> When you wait for inspiration or something? I can't. But see, I don't get inspired, really, unless I'm not doing anything. Like, the only time that I... The reason I started writing porn is because I didn't have enough stuff to do. And so, like, I would just be like, okay, I'm going to put shit on paper and I'm going to write. That was it. 
that was the only fucking reason so like now that i'm busier i don't have i don't have creative thoughts circling around in my head porn or not porn related (laughs) (laughs) so you haven't written porn in a while that's kind of disappointing (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't but who's hulk fisting now (laughs) probably she hulk no he's the only one that uh, she's the (laughs) well she's Mm -hmm. the only one that he's had sex sex with as hulk i think Mm, i would hope Well, I think there's other people that can take it. I think Wonder Woman could technically take it. But it's just like She-Hulk. He was the only one that she was that he was she, Did I mess that up again? She was the only one that he was comfortable with actually having sex with. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Is this in Hulk Planet? Planet Hulk or whatever? I don't know. I know that it's it's canon, but I don't know where it actually says it is interesting yeah i actually need to read that trade back that dan got me (laughs) the planet hulk one (laughs) although it starts like in the middle of it and so i don't know if there's like a three-part i don't know why i say three-part not two-part but i just imagine three-part planet hulk series i just need to i put one on my amazon wish list just kind of at your recommendation yeah haven't gotten around to getting it yeah i did a little black friday shopping this year did you all on amazon Wow. Oh, wait. Nope. Nope. Doesn't really count. What? I don't know, though, because those Black Friday deals on Amazon were pretty fucking shit. Uh, I got three pairs or three packs of guitar strings for pretty good. And then some stuff for Katie Bear. And then like a deal on like I got like really specific things. Yeah. I got a deal on these like apparently like high tech in ear um, like earplugs for mm-hmm. shows that that are like specifically engineered to like cut the sound without cutting the quality. Oh, and there's yeah. like a ton of reviews on them and like all this like fucking absurd science apparently went into <laughs> them and they were like on sale for super like stupid cheap yeah. compared to what they normally cost. But the only catch was they were like neon pink. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'm yeah. putting, I'm putting these in my ear. And so I got those some guitar cool. strings and these things for Katie and you know, free shipping. So that was good. That's nice. And then work gave us uh, gift cards to a grocery store that the lady that owns the store happens to also own. <laughs> but they don't have a policy against buying gift cards with gift cards. So I used the food gift card to get an Amazon gift card. <laughs> <laughs> and That's then, awesome. And then bought a comic book, um, a Chris Ware one, who's kind of like Dan Klaus sort of. Not superhero, just kind of like... It's really just sad comics so far. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I don't really know how to describe it otherwise. He has like a whole preface that's just like about... Like, yeah, those looking for superheroes need look elsewhere. Those who knew how to deal with grief growing up, this might be your comic. I was like, <gasps> oh. all right. Well, we'll see how this goes. <laughs> I might get real sad real quick. Aww. And a guitar pedal. And those are all into their cyber that's cool. week. I don't know. It's just like... Because I... The only reason I say that is because I would look at some of the deals and then I would look at the other options for the same item and they were having a better sale on those. What do you mean the other options? So like, you know how they have, um, you can pick your color or your model or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that they would advertise was on like the lightning deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. The other color or model, that would be cheaper than the one that they were actually advertising. So I was like, what? 
I mean, I guess maybe it could be a hook to, like, get you to look at those things, but still, I don't know. Just, like, why would you advertise the ones that are less awesome? Hello, Kelly. Hello. <laughs> Intruder during the show. <laughs> I banished you for the recording. <laughs> um, yeah. I, it just made me so angry. I was like, I don't. I, maybe I'm looking for reasons to lose faith in Amazon because the little things that they're doing, like the Amazon Now or whatever, the Prime Now, where they deliver to you in like an hour, is pissing me off. All right. I've never been in a situation where I want something from Amazon in an hour. Exactly. Like, but what what's what's making you mad about it? Because it's like <laughs> I could never want something so bad that I couldn't just step outside my house and go get it. Mm -hmm. Instead of like order it online to have it delivered. Like there's the, that's way too instant gratification. It makes me uncomfortable. Well, once we all have 3D <laughs> printers in our homes, that'll just be the norm. I guess. I don't know. What do you have? Oh. What? Lots of chocolates. Lots oh of chocolates. I like that. I have so much chocolate. Fine. No more chocolate bought, for you. <laughs> I bought Girl Scout chocolates because I was like, this is more fun than cookies. Whoa, and then, whoa. Wait. That's a thing? Yeah. What's... A, what? I will bring them over because I have too many. I'll, I'll just bring you like a sampling <laughs> I like this a lot. <laughs> I didn't know they did that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of... So... Is, do they coworker... just like scrape the chocolate off the cookies and sell that? No. <laughs> this is our mint pile. I mean, they might. I don't know. Hmm. Um, <laughs> but a co-worker has a, a little girl in uh, Girl Scouts and she brought the thing to like buy the stuff. And I was like... I was looking at the toys because that was like my favorite thing about fundraising was all the toys you get. That they're like way overpriced because you have to raise like five hundred dollars to get like a ten dollar item, right? Mm -hmm. um, but I was like, okay, I really want her to have this giraffe, and so I like spent <laughs> <laughs> hella money. I, I spent like fifty dollars on Girl Scout chocolates. I'm gonna get you this giraffe. <laughs> You'll see. Yeah, pretty much. What are the all right? This giraffe. <laughs> It was just like a plushy giraffe. Oh, it, was, okay. it was probably like a really cheaply made giraffe too. I was picturing like one of those hard plastic ones that don't do shit no. but are really expensive that they sell like no. on back hidden end caps in Target. What? That's where I see them the most because I'm sadly in Target a lot. Okay. But they also sell them in like toy stores where they don't like sell well they try to sell like mind expanding toys. This, maybe oh. this is just like a Davis thing. No, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking but they about. Just have, they're just like figurines that looks like a cheetah, like in mid-pounce. They don't like move. They just kind of like... No, yeah. I had those as a kid. Those were fantastic. I have one of an otter on my work desk. Nice. Katie Bear stole it for me from a child. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, yeah, they probably won't notice. Oh, that's so great. I'm so glad she still makes decisions I made when I was like five. <laughs> so... What I something I've gotten into back into I guess that I haven't been into since high school since we recorded last was reading. I feel really weird about it. I need to get into reading. I've read like eight books My? since August or something. That's good. That's so good. You look really depressed about it though. <laughs> just because I went from like zero to just like oh god I'm all the time. Of, I need books to read. If I didn't play video games, I would definitely read books. That's my thing. If uh, Majora's Mask still didn't make me furious every time I turned it on, I'd probably be playing that. Instead, I'm reading. 
So, please, thoughts on that game? Uh, well, aside from Fury. <laughs> I was stuck at one point to the point where I thought my game was like, I thought there was a defect in the programming or mm-hmm. something because I read so many walkthroughs of how to get past this one spot. Have you played it? I've watched it. I've seen it. There's a part where you're trying to get into, I think it's the third, I don't know if castle's the right word, but castle, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term where you're underwater and you're like wearing this like aquatic person mask mm-hmm. and you're supposed to break through some boards. Yeah. I could not break through those boards to save my life doing exactly what all these walkthroughs told me to do. And like, I was just like, fuck what? And I watch videos of how to do it. I'm like, I can't do that. Like I can't zoom, like zoom and spin around and do it. And then I just put it away for months. Yeah. And I was curious about it. I turned it on. I started playing around. I realized where I was stuck in because I just forgot. It's like, God damn it. I'm still here. So I just like just kept reading stuff and wound up on this other thing where it somehow explained one extra step that none of the others did. And <laughs> Don't I got, you fucking hate that? I got, oh, my God. I got through it in like three seconds after reading it. Got to the next part. Saved my progress. Haven't yep. touched it since. Yep. Oh, my God. Every game. <sighs> Yep. <laughs> I was so mad that I was more mad and I haven't gone back. <laughs> Since then, I've like beat Mario Kart 7. I've spent way too many bells in Animal Crossing. Yep. I've read eight books and I <laughs> have, and I've just said the other night to Katie Bear, I was like, maybe I should play Majora's Mask and actually finish it. She's like, oh, it's that game. I'm like, ah, last time I played it made me real mad because I got through where I was stuck. And I don't know. Zelda, like when I play it, takes over my life. No, oh, yeah. As it does. I just finished a book today, so... There you go. What are the books that you read? I read uh, two of the lesser-known Douglas Adams books, the guy that did Hitchhiker's Guide, Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, and the follow-up, whatever the fuck that was called. Mm -hmm. They're pretty cool. They definitely have, like, the Douglas Adams voice, but they're not set in space. That's cool. Which makes them seem kind of interesting. The second one, if I gave it to you three years ago, I feel like you'd be super into. Okay. Uh, it revolves in, in this story where Dirk Gently is trying to... They're, they're standalone things, so you don't need to read the first one. Yeah. He's trying to solve some mystery that involves these two weird guys. And you slowly begin to find out early on in the book, so it's not spoilery. The two guys are Thor and Odin. Oh, cool. And they're in the in like the Dirk Gently world, like as these characters, people don't really recognize as these people. Right. And it, it slowly reveals like who they are while this other story goes on That's cool. with it. And it's like really interesting. Yeah. My, I talked to him about a cowork about them with a coworker. He's like, Oh yeah, the first one was like really disjointed. It was out of order. Like that was, it was like a stylistic choice that kind of didn't work. But the second one was like really good. Oh, okay. I'll check the second out. one I recommend. I still need to read Hitchhiker's Guide because <sighs> that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Then wanted to reread it, but distracted. I read this book called Breakfast of Champions by Kurt Vonnegut. Oh, okay. I love Kurt Vonnegut. I don't get this book. Okay. That's it, fine. It's Vonnegut. I, I understand. I've heard I, I w- same coworker I was talking about. I'm like, dude, I don't I don't get it. Like I read um Sirens of Titan and really enjoyed that and this is just like I appreciate an author, an artist, anybody that can like not do one thing and do it well. Yeah. I don't understand what I'm reading. Like the character in this talks very bluntly about everything Mm -hmm. and it's just like uses a lot of racial slurs and all and just like that sort of thing and describes what's going on around him with these other characters and he's like watching these things and i just don't understand the voice of it and then it just kind of ends 
that sounds like you read. Okay. Um, oh, what's that? Um, Catcher in the Rye. Sounds exactly like Catcher in the Rye. All right. Uh, I, <laughs> I I was told this one, or I read that this one's related to another book of his that I don't remember what it was and don't feel like looking up now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, I read uh, the singer from Behemoth's autobiography, mm-hmm. which was actually just set up to be one long interview. And it's kind of funny because the guy mm. who's interviewing him is like kind of antagonizing him <laughs> and keeps like calling him out on his bullshit. That's funny. And it's kind of great. I like like at one point he calls him out on ripping off an anthrax song. <laughs> And he's like, funny story about that. Um, I met the guys from Anthrax and I introduced myself and said, I'm from a band that ripped you off. They knew exactly what song I was talking about. <laughs> and I guess he came up the riff and loved it. And like somebody in the band was like, oh, that sounds like something. Oh, that's an Anthrax. He goes, I don't give a shit. The song needs the riff to work. That's funny. So he just stuck with it. And it was like really interesting because he also like battled leukemia mm-hmm. and was like, ar- like <laughs> arrested or something in in poland for uh like ripping up a bible on stage because he's like a devout leviathan satanist leviathan maybe but uh he's also like one of the biggest like pop stars in poland he hosted the polish version of the voice interesting yeah it's a really weird (laughs) life that he lives and it wound up being an interesting read because he also like dates all the hot supermodels right and he's like just this he's like chris hardwick but over in poland He's more like Jared Leto. Okay. He was in a huge band. He's been in some like, well, not as many movies and stuff like that, but he's been in like movies and TV and stuff like that. And he's hosted shows. He's more like that. Okay. He also owns a barbershop. Nice. A very hipster barbershop. Of course. Only. Called Barbarian. (laughs) Nice. I like that. that. (laughs) I read this book called Damned by Chuck Palachnik, the guy that did uh, Fight Club. Mm-hmm. it's about a little girl who dies okay. and goes to hell cool and she becomes like a hot like part of her punishment is she works a hotline and calls people randomly at home and gets them to answer a series of surveys yeah and the surveys are never ending they just frustrates the people on the other end uh-huh. and that's her punishment and through that she starts recruiting people and finding out about their lives and trying to get them to come to hell wow yeah Hold, it, she's like talking them into suicide or like uh if she like one person she talks to is like uh terminal yeah and she's like convinces her to like do just the right amount of bad things that aren't like serious to go to hell so they can meet and she can like meet people in her family again because like a majority of people according to the rules of this book go to hell right for just because it's probably christian yeah okay it, yeah uh <laughs> it's not even like christian it's like if you jaywalk yeah but that's it's that's my interpretation of what christianity is it's like Either you're lawful or you're not. And if you're lawful, you might go to heaven. If you're not, if you're anything else, you're going to hell. You're lawful or awful? Yeah. <laughs> or a waffle. <laughs> or a waffle. I also read this book called The Lost Symbol, which is like one of the later Dan Brown books. Because mm-hmm. it's been sitting on my shelf for, I don't know, since it came out like six years ago. Yeah. Pretty good. You know, Dan Brown books read like a uh, episode of Law and Order Reads. Yeah. There's a formula to them. I know the formula, but, you know, <laughs> the twist to getting there, I guess, are still interesting. And yeah. it was a quick read, so I knocked it off my shelf. I started reading this one called Stiff, which I may have mentioned on the show before, by Perhaps. Mary Roach. It is um, a bunch of essay sort of things mm-hmm. about what happens to the body after it dies. 
Sounds familiar. It's called the Curious Life of Cadavers. Is like the subplot subline on it. Interesting. And one of the things is about what happens to a body when it just sits out in a field. That's fucking gross. It's hard to read. Yeah. I I basically read it at like a chapter at a time, and then I read a book in between. Because I read it, I usually read uh, when I'm at work on lunch. Right. And this is a bad lunch no. book. No, 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 it's not good at all. Like it's interesting. Like the, one of the ones I read was like, um, what when they are like testing out crashes mm-hmm. in cars and like you know airbag systems. Like they don't always use dummies. Right. So sometimes they use cadavers. That's actually a plot line in one of the episodes of Pushing Daisies. Hey. Great show, by the way. Really. I used it for a monologue, or not a monologue, a scene for acting for the camera. Good show. Good show? Good show. I forget good things. Very good things. Good show. Very good show. Yes. And then I finished today No Country for Old Men. Oh, nice. Cormac McCarthy. Yeah. Uh, when I finished it, I had to go on Wikipedia and read the plot synopsis to get like a bunch of loose ends tied. <laughs> Fair enough. Because that's happened with uh, some books I've read, right? I finished it and I'm like, what? The? like the, the Vonnegut one. Yeah. When it ended, I'm like, what the fuck did I just read? <laughs> and I went on and I read it. I was like, oh, okay. I guess that happened. Sure. Sure. Yeah. All right. Same with um, the first Dirk Gently book. And this one, like, it wasn't quite as extreme where I was confused. Yeah. I was just like, oh. But that thing. <laughs> yeah. have, you, have you seen the movie or read I, the book? I think I did see the movie, but I don't remember much of it. Well, you know, it's chasing, it's like this right, killer yeah. trying to get some money. Yeah. I don't know if they caught him or not. When the book ended, I was like, I don't, I don't know what the result was. Oh, well, the movie was ambiguous too. Uh, I don't think I finished the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I started, I, I, uh, I legally purchased a version of it for a film class mm-hmm. where we had to watch some movies and, uh, halfway through watching it, the film just stopped working, but cool. I had enough to write my essay. So I just did it. <laughs> Fair enough. And I made allusions to how I thought the movie ended. And were they right? Did you get named? I got named in the class. Oh, there you go. I didn't watch one movie completely and I didn't finish <laughs> that one. The rest of my watch. Uh, I never like we had to write an essay about uh, Silence of the Lambs, mm-hmm. and I just didn't watch it. Fair enough, I don't blame you. It's, it's I mean, it's a movie you should see. I hear it's a great movie. It's good. Um, it's it just makes you extremely uncomfortable. I can see that. The one thing that sticks in my mind, I don't even care about all the awful stuff. It was the fact that Buffalo. You know the basic premise. Yeah, right? yeah I, you you've heard yeah. all the things. Yeah. So when Buffalo Bill captures the woman. Her cat is meowing at her in the window. And so my thing is, that guy just killed that cat. Because now nobody's going to go and feed the cat. Because the lady's gone. And clearly she lives by herself. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Right? It makes me so mad. And so, like, sad. But see, the thing with cats that I've heard is, like, this is, like, a, a thing I know that goes around a lot. But, like, a dog... We'll wait until everything else in the house is gone before it eats its owner. Yeah. A cat wakes like, waits like an hour. That's fine. I told that to a, to a crazy cat lady I work with. Yeah. She became so depressed and was like really upset with me that I told her that. And I like ruined her day and she stormed out of her room. Is she like one of those people who thinks that cats are actually dogs and like they're super loyal and like. Oh, yeah. <sighs> yeah. No. Somebody tried to like break my spirit with that. And I was like, not that seems reasonable to me like (laughs) (laughs) it's just food at that point like as soon as the body dies it's that's it maybe they recognize that maybe they're like atheists and they're like well (laughs) all right you're not using your body now (laughs) well like 
reading stiff maybe like a, like oh, i think when i die like I, I wouldn't mind my body being donated to something like this yeah to find something out do yeah. something weird with it yeah um but then i'm like you know if i feed my cat also good yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> if patches doesn't go hungry patches doesn't go hungry yeah exactly <laughs> they find this cat that's just got like a beard smeared on its face when they walk in like oh it's like super fat and <laughs> ate too much <laughs> patches <laughs> Oh, man. Do you have anything else? Uh, no. Wow. How long did we go? Like did we hour. go an hour? Like I thought? An hour four right now. Yeah! There's a little stuff I'll, you know, of course, pepper at the end. I mean, no, there's no hidden content at uh. the end of the episodes. There always is, pretty much. Except for, I think the last movie episode didn't have one. Oh. Because <laughs> you were so done with it at that point. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's talk about that movie some more. <laughs> Okay. No, nah, I got nothing. <laughs> okay, good. Thank you. Because that was already two hours of torture as it was. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Like, <laughs> how do we avoid that? Because <laughs> like that's a gamble we get into watching bad movies. Right. Like a point where it becomes a bad movie. Yes. Like so I think the beginning like, of Howard the Duck is a good bad movie. When, yeah. When the plot becomes a different movie. True. Is both when I lose interest and like curiosity in it, and it's not fun anymore. Yeah. And it's just like, fucking end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll uh, try and pick better movies from now on. <laughs> or just watch good movies. Because like I said, with uh, we could. First Blood, we got a lot of good feedback from that one, actually. Okay. We could watch good movies. Uh, there's a lot of good movies I haven't seen. All right, Probably then. a lot of classics I should see. So how about you're in charge of those and I'll oh, be in charge no. of the bad ones. <laughs> okay. That's, that's fine. Because I used to have a big old list. Well, have you anything to teach us? You could say no. I don't, actually. <laughs> don't. I didn't think about it. It's been so long. <laughs> We've done 55, 54 <laughs> of these, and you're like, you've, you've learned enough. Yeah. <laughs> Young Padawan. <laughs> oh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Drops next week. That's yep. weird. I guess. I don't know. I, I have completely escaped the hype because I don't really give a shit. I never wanted the movie to happen in the first place. Yeah, I know. And it starts Thursday. I already have two tickets to, or uh, yeah, tickets to two showings. You bought them a long time ago, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, my dad got us tickets to go Saturday, and mm-hmm. Katie Bear and I decided that wasn't soon enough, so we got tickets <laughs> to go opening night uh, in Woodland. So we're gonna go do that in Woodland. Of all the theaters you could possibly go to. They were sold out in Davis. Okay. That's why. We were trying to find the soonest one, and there were still some in Woodland. So, yeah. Um, I'm only excited about the movie for the main bad guy. He was in Girls, and he was great in that. Like, he was probably the only thing good about that show after I got tired of What's-Her-Face. Um, the, the main character. I don't know. I don't think about girls. I know Prince was on it once. Was he? I don't remember yeah. that episode. It's actually a fairly good show until it gets really catty and annoying, like the name would imply. Um, is it a comedy? Is it a drama? What is both. it? Both. It's supposed to be a comedy, and then like some weird shit happens, and then you're like, this is just uncomfortable to watch. So it's one of those things. It's an HBO thing. Uh, You've that. just taught me about girls. I feel like that's what I've learned. Yeah, exactly. Saved it. Well, there you go. <laughs> um, you know, but Adam, I don't know what his actual name is, but Adam in the show, he's fucking great. And I'm so excited that he's going to be um, in the movie. It's going to be good. 
I'm curious what Oscar Isaac's up to. I like that guy a lot. I don't know who that is. He was in the movie Inside Lewin Davis. Nope. Yep. Uh, (laughs) It's a fucking great movie. Let's watch that. No. It's a great movie, but it's largely like a music-based one. Okay. Oh, so I... I, What? It would go over my head. No, I, I just mean like... A majority of the movie is a guy sitting at a microphone playing an acoustic guitar that has Okay, so that wouldn't be a good episode movie. Okay, got it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. And sings like about kind of stuff that's going on in the movie. And I don't I don't know if it'll translate well to poking fun at it. Fair enough, yeah. John Gibbons in it. I like that guy. Anyway. Okay. (laughs) I don't know what else he's been in, but I liked him in that a lot and he seems like Mm. a generally cool guy. Okay. And I kinda want like just it to be done. I think it's gonna suck. I don't think it's going to suck, but I think that it's probably going to make people that actually like the Star Wars universe mad. Like it, like, because it's, you know, same director as Star Trek. And those movies made me mad. I mean, at least the second one did. I hear the second one's terrible. My dad, who likes everything, hated the second movie. It was because... I know you don't care. Do it. But it... Is it like a shitty Wrath of Khan remake? Yes. So what Abrams did was he was like, I don't like the, you know, Star Trek universe. So I'm going to change everything about it and make an alternate universe. But basically everything's the same except Spock and Uhura are together. And um, yeah, the you know who those are, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pointy ears and the, the black lady. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. And then, like, little minute things change. So, basically, in Wrath of Khan, um, Khan is now, for some reason, not actually an Indian guy. He's just Indian. Yeah, Indian. He was Indian, right? I don't know. He, anyway. I thought he was a Klingon or something. No, he wasn't a Klingon. He was, like, Sorry. A, he. So, what happened was they were, like, genetically engineered people. They were supposed to be better. And then they, like, sent them out into space and cryogenically froze them so they could wake up and repopulate some other planet because the human ra- they thought the human race was going to die, right? Sure. Um, no, maybe that wasn't it. I think they made genetic... Oh, fuck, there's so many fucking... They genetically engineered... Speaking of making Star <laughs> Trek fans angry, do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> Shut up. I've there's, never seen it and I'm mad at you. There's so many plot lines. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure these people were created to... As like a, a genetic experiment, they later talk about this in DS9 and why they hate a certain person. But that's a completely different I topic. I don't want to get on it. Huh? I have a 2DS. You do it have a 2DS. Like it does. Uh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> this is an auditory only uh, <laughs> medium. It looks like a doorstop. <laughs> oh my god. Um, happy? Yeah, I'm happy. So they genetically engineered these people, right? And then they became like... Like, they wanted to take over the world because they realized that they were smarter than people. Kind of like our fear of AI at the moment. Mm-hmm. And then they, like, somehow cryogenically froze all of them and sent them off into space. Um, Is that how Wrath of Khan goes? That's how Wrath of Khan goes. Okay. They land on a planet. The main guy wakes up and, like, all of his crew are dead. And so he's the only one left alive. Um mm, Ship goes down because 
God. Okay, there's an uh, there's an episode preceding it that then leads into the movie. It's fucking annoying. I'm sorry. It's been a really long time since I watched the original series. But um, so <laughs> of original series, I've seen one episode, and it was an episode where like this weird alien man is walking around and like touching all the women, and I'm sure that happens. Kirk has to be like, hey. That's not okay. <laughs> That's right. We've talked about that. <laughs> That's the only episode of the original series I've seen. Yeah. Hey, well. that's not okay. She didn't say you could do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> so in this episode, Kirk and friends uh, find their ship. They do something to it. They realize that like it's a bad place to be. They don't want to wake these people up. And then they, something happens. The ship goes down on a planet. Movie starts. Khan wakes up. All of his friends are dead. And then he's like... Which thing is this that's starting? Is this the new, the second J.J. Abrams movie? So no, this is the this is the original film. Okay. The J.J. Abrams movie is like, this is the alternate universe where that never really happened. He didn't wake up on a different planet, but he, all of his friends are still dead. But then he goes and works for somebody who, like, I don't know. It's just fucking stupid. There's a scene in it. Do you saw Wrath of Khan? No. No. Fucking. Okay. So there's a scene in that movie. I know of Khan. <laughs> there's a scene in that movie where Khan kills Kirk with like poison gas or something. And he's on one side of glass and Spock's on the other. And they have this touching moment where they're like, they're confessing their man love for each other. And it, it's their, sad. Just pushing their dicks against the glass. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk dies. <laughs> eh? Yeah. Kirk dies. Blah. Spock goes. No. Spock dies. Kirk goes. Con. That's where that comes from. Who's pressing dick in this? Spock is or Kirk is? Both. Okay. They both love each other. And no. They go like this on the glass. Right? Oh, okay. In this movie, those roles are reversed. So, or Kirk dies. Spock goes. Con. And then they fight. And then it's just fucking stupid because it, like, basically ignores the butterfly effect. And it's really annoying. And it just makes me really, really angry. Are you screaming a pillar or something? I feel like... I know. It's been so many years <laughs> and I'm still so mad. <laughs> I don't know. So, Force Awakens is just going to make people mad? I think so. I think he's going to do something to it that like just makes people... Maybe he's learned. Maybe he's learned. I yeah. don't know. Maybe Star Trek was just like the, I don't really care about this. I'm going to fuck it up and see how it goes. And then I've heard he didn't like Star Trek in the first place. He always wanted to do Star Wars. And this was like. Why did the they goal. let him touch it? What an asshole. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I mean, he's, he's a director. Maybe he won't fuck it up. I don't know. Yeah, he is a director. Fuck you guys. <laughs> he's literally. Yeah, he's a director. <laughs> so maybe he's a decent director. He said he is a director. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Reviews are in. Lens flare. Director. Come on. That was the most annoying fucking thing about that Yeah. Movie. <laughs> I think he's already come out and said there's some lens flare in this. Of course there's going to be. Like, that. that's... He's like the Michael Bay of lens flare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it should, like, sync up with John Williams scores. Every mm-hmm. time there's a tuba or something. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you have to recommend to us? Do you have a recommendation? I do, but the thought was from something else. A Star Wars thing. Oh, have you oh. heard about Machete Order of watching the Star Wars films? No. It's something that someone online figured out that if you watch them in this order, the story has a better impact. Okay. 
So the order is you watch them A New Hope, Empire, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. Okay. You don't watch Phantom Menace. Cause it, <laughs> not because it's like the worst thing ever, because it's, it's one of the worst things ever. But, oh, maybe we should do that movie. <laughs> That's too long. Anyway. I, I do kind of actually want to watch the Star Wars again. Cool. Because I haven't. We've already watched um, Jedi, or, um, A New Hope and Empire, and we're about to watch Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. And I can see how it does it, because it's supposed to be like, it reveals that Luke, or Darth Vader is Luke's father. Then, instead of going into Jedi, it gives you uh, Darth Vader's backstory. Okay. Which, at the end of all that, reveals at the end of uh, Revenge of the Sith that Leia's a sister. And then okay. it, it makes more sense, the relationship in Jedi. Yeah. So the two big reveals of the film play out much differently and have like a high, better impact than going 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, or 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. Yeah. Because if you watch 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, they're so like self-referential anyway. Right. That, you know, it keeps harking to stuff that happens later just for fanboys. Yeah. But this way, for the sake of the story, it makes sense. So we're, we're giving that a go before we watch the newest one. Maybe I should do that. I don't know. I, I kind of just wanted to watch Phantom Menace, so we're going to try and work it in somewhere. It may go four, five, two, three, six, seven, one. You'll have to give me the numbers because I have no idea what the names are for okay. the films. <laughs> four, five, two, three. Four, Wait, five, four, five two, two, three, six. Four, five, two, three, six. Yes. Eight, four, six, two, one. And then look squeeze. down. Look down. Don't look him in the eye. Okay. Uh, I went to Jean Valjean. Uh, okay. <laughs> remember that that musical we watched on yeah, like, yeah. christmas that we cried on yeah 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 <laughs> oh those girls in front of us are fucking bawling <laughs> that's right oh my god that was so funny <laughs> so o- over i almost call it the break because it feels like school or something <laughs> yeah. over the break uh katie had her wisdom teeth taken out oh. and one of the things that she wanted to do when she was hopped up on all the drugs was yes. watch les mis of course which we didn't watch together Instead, she went up watching a live version of it when I was seen between the buried and me. Okay. But I was completely prepared to just watch the musical thing and just like text you the whole time, like, ah, <laughs> this is happening this again. This is just as sad as the first time. <laughs> I now know what's happening because I can hear what they're saying. <laughs> so, recommendations. Yes. Just a, <laughs> nice. just a quick uh, roundup of some of my favorite albums because I'm assuming we're not doing another episode, episode before year's end. I don't know. I mean, I'll have free time now, but I don't know. Yeah, it, we. I think the next thing we should do probably be a movie one, but yeah. we'll decide the movie. So my favorite albums this year, I recommend all these. Nailed it. Okay. Uh, Stephen Wilson, Hand Cannot Erase, of course. Of course. Uh, so Hideous, Lustering, L A L A U R E S T I N E, Lustine, Lustine. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, Eugene Merman, I'm Sorry, You're Welcome. Of course. The 500 track yes. thing. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, Between the Baratomies, Coma Ecliptic. Very, very good prog album. Uh, Native Construct, who I mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. Quiet World, their debut. And my favorite album of the year, probably Murder by Death's Big Dark Love. Okay, Yeah, cool. good times. They're probably one of my favorite, my favorite show of the year. It doesn't matter. Who cares what I quantify <laughs> things as? <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening oh to God. another episode of the Blipping Cast. You can email us at blipcast at gmail.com, facebook.com slash blipcast, twitter at blipcast. If you have anything you want us to to argue about to the point where we just start throwing throwing punches at each other please send them <laughs> to any of those social medias yeah <laughs> yeah
Thank you for listening. Yes. Oh, it's been a while since we signed off, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I usually okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Fantastic. Yep, that, that explains why <laughs> your microphone was off when it wasn't off. That'd be an interesting show, just me talking. Pause. I mean, it, you know. Pause. For a lot of episodes, it would just be exactly the same. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, me. It's me. Me. What are you doing? Me. <laughs> what have you been doing? Me. <laughs> I mean. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> leaves sometimes. <laughs> And she may burst in about halfway through. Just FYI. That's fine. Yeah. What's your list? Uh, my, this is all the stuff that I've done that we're going to talk about. Great. Fantastic. <coughs> yep. Catbox Production.